You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. So you may or may not have seen our latest Pros vs. AMs video. If you haven't, of course, we encourage you to go to YouTube, check it out. But the topic of the video was how typical amateur movements that we've captured thousand swings now, typical amateur golfers move their shoulders, we call it shoulder turn, relative to their chest. And, you know, that includes the, um, you know, the right arm, left arm, and then the shoulders compared to how we see the typical professional golfer move. And they're quite a bit different. Yeah, I think the first thing that the video kind of outlines to help you understand is that the shoulder motion and the rib cage slash, I guess what, torso. Yeah. Right? Yep. Are two different things. Let's talk about that a minute. So 3D there's a lot of different kinds of 3D systems out there. And to my knowledge, the only one I can think of that actually puts markers on the shoulder, and I'm talking about, you know, the point of the shoulder, shoulder blade is Gears 3D. Everything else puts maybe one sensor on kind of the back of the torso and just combines the shoulder movement with the chest movement. So you get a much different perception of what's actually rotating in the golf swing because the shoulders and chest do not rotate together. Yeah, I would say one of the most important aspects to look at is the the actual shoulder motion in the joint. Independent of the chest. The chest. Yeah. Yeah, If you're looking at working on your golf swing and you're not, trying to figure out that part of your swing, it could be causing you a lot of problems. You don't even realize it. Yeah. And to the point where so many of the amateurs that we capture and have issues in this area where like Tony that we used in the video was coming in and he was just, and I I saw a thread actually yesterday or actually, uh, what is today? Yeah. Yesterday where a golfer was saying, tried everything, stretching, working out everything to increase his shoulder turn. And he's not able to do it so much of that stems from how you perceive the shoulders should be moving or can move. Yeah. I think even I was guilty of it, you know, over the years trying to figure out how to make a better turn. And I was taught for a long time to pull my shoulders back in the sockets, almost like I'm trying to stick my chest out. And I I never, never liked it, but I thought it was correct. And I'm kind of built a little bit bigger, broad chested. And I had a hard time getting the club down to the ball. I just, it was wrong information. Yeah, so if you can imagine um, kind of your mom, right, always getting on to you about posture when you're sitting. Like, that's where a lot of golfers think they should be playing from or setting up to. And I'll go back to one of my first examples or one of my first experiences in 3D. I had, I had gone and set up an appointment to kind of demo a, a 3D system. And the guy had had appointments all day long, and I was one of the last appointments today. So that's the first the first lesson I learned was don't make one of the last appointments today. You're not going to get a very uh, good lesson and get a very tired uh, demonstration. Yeah. But guy put me in the system and it was one of the systems where it couldn't tell the difference between what the torso does and the shoulders do. 
And, you know, I'm 6'5", kind of same shape, got bigger through the chest and shoulders. Um, and he set me up where he put a club across the front of my chest. And he said, do not let your arms touch that club. So you can kind of imagine that uh, same kind of military upright posture. And he said, all right, now make a backswing. Uh, the club was hovering a foot off the ground if That's I kept my arms behind my chest. So he goes, well, you just needed more knee bend. So, you know, needed a, another foot of knee bend. Yeah, it just falls apart at that point. Right, Because right. it just makes no sense. It's not how you would hit anything. Yeah. So the jumping off point there is when you're setting up to the ball, you know, you, your back can be fairly neutral as you bend forward from your hips. But let the arms in, uh, in the shoulder joints be forward, called protracted, right? right? Let them roll forward so your arms are up on top of your chest a little bit more. Your arms will be able to be straighter, and you'll have a lot easier time letting the club touch the ground. Yeah, and, you know, unless you're trying not to do that, which a lot of people are, it's a very natural movement to make. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were just going to – we were going to play catch, you toss me the ball, I would reach out to catch the ball, and that exact same thing would happen. So it's not an over where it's awkward and you really got to stretch yourself out. It's, it's a very natural movement to make. Yeah, even like tying in other sports, like baseball. I mean, I played a lot of baseball. Nobody taught you to pull your shoulder blades back. <laughs> you know, you just kind of start getting the bat moving. Your shoulders are just kind of moving in the sockets and actually probably forward a little. They're probably def, uh, forward, definitely forward you make contact with the ball. Both, both shoulders. You wouldn't be pulling them mm-hmm. back. Or, you know, you wouldn't be able to reach the outside corner of the plate, definitely. No. Yeah, it's a uh, – I've had the, I'll say, misfortune of having – surgery on both shoulders in the past few years. And during, through all the therapy, one of the therapists said, it's like, why is it so hard to rehab these things? He goes, it has the most range of motion at any joint in the body. Yeah. And it rotates around a very small joint, which is where the collarbone connects to the sternum. So if you're trying to restrict all of that range of motion, you're going to severely limit your golf swing. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the golf lesson setting, you know, if you set up with them pulled back or you have the notion that the shoulder and the trunk have to turn exact same amount on the way back, like you're keeping them the same, you're not utilizing any of that extra motion. And the interesting part about that is that extra motion is a lot of the reason why the club comes down on the correct plane on the downswing. Because we do it all the time, right? We yeah. get people that are severely over the top, and, and you've seen it if you watch some of our live lessons. I'll get in there, or Mike will get in there and stretch the lead shoulder across and pull the right shoulder back and kind of get their hands away from their ear, their right or trail ear on the backswing. Immediately it fixes their downswing. They're ne- they've never swung that much uh, down or uh, not over the top, I should right. say. Yeah. They've never been that shallow <laughs> in their life, ever, right? They never made that good of a downswing, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. So let's kind of walk through from really address to the top of the swing is where we left off in the video, and we can talk about the downswing a little bit too. All right, so at address, both shoulders are a little protracted, right? Not severely, right? We see golfers who who sit at a desk all day and they're – they, they look like they're 90-year-olds and they're, and they're 40-year-old, right? So yeah, that makes a good point. So I think the shoulders are going to be forward. You just have to be careful. You don't really round the upper back like, too, too uh, much. Like, like turtle-shaping your back yeah. kind of thing. So you bend from the hip joints with a fairly neutral spine and then let your shoulders move forward. That mm-hmm. kind of gets you in an ideal spot. Yep, so you're a little protracted with both shoulders, and that's just the shoulder blades have kind of rotated forward and at setup. Then – Right in the takeaway, 
all the way up through. Actually, let's, let's talk about the takeaway. So right in the takeaway, really through the first half of the backswing, what we see great players do is, and I'll kind of describe it here. So if you just stand with your arms out in front of you like, like a Frankenstein posture, right? You've all seen mm-hmm. cartoon Frankenstein walking. That's both shoulders protracted. Now, if you just extended the left shoulder out a little bit more, you would increase that protraction without the left arm moving across your chest. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in the first half of the backswing. That protraction increases, and there's not much adduction, which is the left arm moving across your chest, right? Right, and then, and then you add the rotation of that, that puts the club in the That's classic right. takeaway spot. And what a lot of people do, they set up with their shoulder blades back, let's say. They set up to the ball, and then – they just sling their left arm across them to get to that takeaway position with the club level to the ground. Everyone can kind of visualize that first kind of level to the ground mm-hmm. spot with the club. And if they do that without making that shoulder move, the arms just sling across their chest and they're already, they're already behind the eight ball. They're in a bad spot from there. Because we're all used to seeing down the line videos of good players where the hands are behind the trail shoulder and that's depth, right, to the backswing. And everybody wants depth because that's what good players have. But it falls apart when you think, okay, and on video it looks like you do that because video is 2D and the swing's 3D, that I'm just going to move my lead hand, in my case my left hand, across my chest as far as I can go. And that's the opposite of what happens. Yeah, it, it can give you the, the look that you're trying to get sometimes, but the way you went about doing it totally destroys any chance you have of making a decent downswing. Right, so if that's your goal in the golf swing is to take the lead arm across your chest, now you've spent at the at – the, Goal of getting depth, you've now at the expense, you've got that depth at the expense of width. Mm-hmm. Because with your lead arm across your chest without much protraction in that lead shoulder, now you've got no way to put your right arm in there without it being super bent. And super bent right arms are not something we see with really high-level players. No. Like roughly, I think the tour average that we have is roughly around 74 degrees. So if you hold your arm straight out, that'd be zero. Bend your elbow 90 degrees, they're a little, a little bit, bit less than, than that. that. Yeah, and you can get away with a little bit more, a little bit less, but you know, just try not to bend it more than ninety. You'll be in pretty good shape. Yeah, and you know, by doing that, combine that with moving that left, the lead shoulder, kind of more out, I guess, in the mm-hmm. socket, right? That it's it's interesting feeling at first if you haven't been doing it. It gives you all this room at the top of the swing and all this width that you probably never had before. You're and if you're looking at your swing from face on. A pretty good way to, if you do it right, you'll be able to draw a circle around your head at the top of the swing. Right. You'll be able to draw a little circle just big enough to go around your head. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to draw a circle, the same size circle around your hands, and those two shouldn't be touching. Right. You don't want your hands in your head circle. Yeah, that's right. That would mean you're kind of pulling the left arm in too much, collapsing the right arm, and everybody's seen the guy that looks like he shouldn't be able to make a super long back swing. He's making it. Right. That's probably what he's doing. Yeah, I mean uh, – for as long as the golf swing has probably been talked about and taught, golfers have struggled with, well, I'll say post-swinging in a tweed coat, right? Yeah. When he's like swinging in a straight jacket. Yeah. We'll say modern-day golf swing, however far back you want to go with that. Golfers have been trying to keep their left arm or their lead arm straight, right? If you don't do that with your shoulder, you can kiss that goodbye. Yeah, it slam, the, left, the lead arm slams into your chest yep. and it's basically forced to bend. Yep. And no matter how hard you try to keep it straight, it's impossible. Yeah, because there's momentum to the backswing. There should be anyway. That's right. So that allows you to get it into a spot where it feels natural to have it more straight without having to work so hard at it. 
and, and kind of that's what it's all about. Yeah, because nobody does that that little Frankenstein deal with a 120 degree bent arm, right? Everybody can keep their arm fairly straight. That's right. And it, the thing about it is, it's like we always say, well, the devil's in the details. Well, you could tell right. somebody just make a backswing, but the, the details of it are what makes it really work. And when you use your body this way, the way it's kind of designed, it makes things so much easier without you having to work so hard. We were um, in a lesson yesterday with Scott and the guy, we were doing the gears captures and the guy just had one of these kind of revelation moments. Good golfer, right? Seen golf swings, studied them online. He's like, this is really showing me how useless 2D video can be. Yeah. Because he saw something in his swing with the 3D information that produced the same look, but you you get it a completely different way than what it looks like on video. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the more you look at 3D swings, you kind of pick up more when you look at video. Right. You've never even seen it in 3D. It's hard to kind of get some of this stuff in your head that we're talking about, but we're kind of fortunate to have all these swings we have in our database. And we've looked at great players all the way down to high handicappers. And you start to discern what the differences are. And this shoulder movement is a major differentiator. Yeah. So, so in, in our example, in the video, uh, Tony was 68 years old. He had a one degree difference from shoulder turn to chest turn. Right. So basically turned them together. He turned him like a block. And he of was wood. trying to, it's like a block of wood, right? Yeah. yeah. He was trying to, he, he said it was trying to be a connected, powerful turn. And he yes. wind up with no power or, or he had <laughs> connection, but he wind up with no power. So, and, and he finished the lesson with 10 degrees separation. So a double digits I mean, for a 68 year old can do it. Once you understand like that's, that's one of the things you can do that these great players do. You just have to understand how to do it. Yeah, you it wasn't mean, physically difficult. That's right. And you mentioned in the last podcast and, and pe- it's kind of cool. People are starting to quote you, uh, on the Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it or no, not. No, I haven't seen Instagram. it. That's two scary. different people have quoted you. <laughs> and uh, it said, a poor concept can make you feel older than you actually are. <laughs> so true. So, the, the, you know, the point of that is what Mike is saying there, I think, is that if you if your concept is to lock yourself in place and pull your shoulder blades back and move your upper body, torso, and shoulders all at the same time, like a, one, like a real one-piece kind yeah. of movement – you're going to feel like you can't make a turn and you're going to feel like, Oh my God, I'm just getting old. Right. And, but you really, it's not, it's not that it's, you haven't utilized your body the way it was designed and the way you're supposed to make the motion in the golf swing to unlock 30 more degrees. I mean, we do it all the time. We've got people have a 30 degrees of shoulder turn. It's I'm I'm smiling. Yeah. I'm smiling because some of our favorite lessons are the guys who've retired and it's like they've got a second career in golf because now they can spend the time practicing and they, you know, they get themselves in better shape. They do all this and it's like, okay, I'm in better shape. I'm more mobile. I'm more flexible and I can't move. Yeah. like It's like, okay. I can't make a turn. So we're like, we're going to come see you guys and see if it's just like I'm just done. I'm just mm-hmm. too old to play or if I'm missing something really obvious. And, you know, 99.9% of the time it's not physical. There's not a physical limitation keeping you from your best golf swing it's it starts with the concept and there's no more evidence of that than when you talk about shoulder turn with golfers yeah it, it is kind of fun when they come in and think that oh i'm just old i can't make a turn and we show them on gears hey you're actually turning as much or more than you need to and as much as some of the tour players we have if we put them in the right spot it's great for us because it makes us look way smarter than we are exactly right it's like <laughs> 
Well, look at that. Look at the before. And, and the great thing about gears is, you know, it's so visual and you can turn the shoulder rotation number on. And if you ever come in for a lesson and see us in person, it, it is kind of cool to get your before swing. Yeah. And then after, a lot of times, you know, it's just a concept change. And so the after swing, and then we can overlay them on each other and you can really visually yeah. see how much it moved and you're thinking to yourself, well, they are like, wow, I actually didn't think I could make a turn. And these guys have got me rotating 30 degrees more. It, it, it is kind of fun to go through that experience. Usually the comment is that first one's me, right? Yeah. They, they don't yeah. look like the same two yeah. humans. Like, yeah, uh, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but it's one of the coolest things about our job is is kind of getting to see under the hood. And this all really stems from our flight fix series that we have in the, in the AMG plus membership. It's where we really took a deep dive and, and showed golfers how important learning how to move your lead arm. Cause that's where everybody focuses, keeping that lead arm straight, how to move it throughout the swing. And then in the, the YouTube video, we kind of touched on how that correlates with the right arm. And it, it is just that video series alone has changed so many golf swings. It's been amazing to see. And, now that we're talking more about the right arm, it really kind of completes the picture. Yeah, that flight fix we did. We shot that video over a year ago, and um, just for that reason, we had so many guys coming in, not really knowing what to do with their left arm. They're pinning it, they're keeping it pulled mm -hmm. back, and uh, we we decided to make a step by step program just to lay out exactly how to move that arm. And we have had so many good comments and, and testimonials from that one video, and, and that's what kind of spurred us on to do this really more in depth. Uh, YouTube video to help people even more understand yeah. it. Yeah. So first thing you should do, check out the YouTube video, mm -hmm. shameless plug. And then the second thing you do, if, if it's something in your game that can be improved on, which so many golfers that applies to, um, hop on the website, check out AMG plus, cause you're going to get like the details, the step-by-step -step of how to work on that and how to fix it. And then you're going to be off to the races with more turn. You're going to get to feel what it's like to play with more turn and more speed in your golf swing. Yes. It's always so, more fun. Exactly. And you know, AMG Plus is the membership program we have on there. And inside there, there's a whole lot of different programs, but Flight yeah. Fix is one of those programs. So if you get in there, go ahead, um, hop in there. You'll see the Flight Fix under one of the programs. Watch it from start to finish. And by the end of the program, you'll have it mostly figured out what to do <laughs> yeah. with that. Now. You'll so certainly know what to do. Then you it's just a matter do. of doing the work. Exactly right. Thank you guys for listening.